Hi, it's Eric. Thanks for finding another podcast for the morning reboot, something extra as we all, as you'll hear Alicia say, pivot. We've all got to make adjustments in our life. And I think you're really going to enjoy hearing from Alicia. Why Why Alicia Wagner? Why is, why is she on? Well, you might not know of Alicia. You might have seen her somewhere downtown or at one of her restaurants, Fallon Fodder. Fallon Fodder has made the pivot to 4-1 Dine. I know you know all about, well, you should know all about the great burgers and the chicken and waffles from Fallon Fodder. Um, a new place on Adams downtown, also the one um, farm to table out on Central. But Alicia has connected with Mosaic Ministries to make sure people get fed, get their essentials, as Fallon Fodder has now become a market. I'm recording now, so it's good to have you on with us. Thanks for taking a couple of minutes. Um, I Just like uh, I saw, like everybody, I'm guessing you as well, saw grubs for scrubs everywhere. Yeah. I couldn't yeah. escape Trevor's project with Deets. <laughs> it's I a can, great project. It is. I'm waiting for him to be like our next little uh, Jaden Jefferson and wind up on the morning TV shows. And maybe you'll. I'm seeing you everywhere. I'm seeing four one dine everywhere now. Can you tell me all about it and how it got going? Yeah. So as you know, over a month ago now, the governor instituted that all bars and restaurants go down to carry out and to go and. You know, we're so grateful to have that opportunity, obviously, but it's a little different for restaurants in downtown Toledo. So then the week later, when the stay at home order went into place, you know, downtown, we just don't have that residential backing yet. We don't have a ton of people that are living down there. And so when that stay at home order went into play, that really impacted the businesses in downtown Toledo. And so while we tried doing to go and take out for a week, you know, I'd be lying if I said that just the the opportunity wasn't there as it was for a lot of people who were supporting restaurants where they live and not where they work. And so we, for us, decided that, you know, just closing at this time was the right move, but it, it just didn't feel right. I mean, working downtown, you see the need of individuals who are needing assistance and help and with the furloughs and people getting laid off and not having, you know, the paychecks that they're used to having during COVID-19. I mean, there's just a lot of people that need help right down right now and specifically in this downtown Toledo area. So staying closed just did not seem like an option. So, you know, we have access to all of these food vendors and they've lost a lot of their customers, Um, schools, restaurants with so many closing, you know, hospitals for food vendors is, is a big customer, but they also lost about two thirds of their business. So they had access to food. We have access to customers who need it. And we have people in the 419 who are needing fed. And so it just felt like this, you know, recipe for magic to happen. And so just really sat down, tried to piece together the 419 market, which now Fallon Fodder downtown, while we might be closed for regular business, we are open as a market and able to get the surplus of food that our vendors have that a lot of grocery stores are running out of. We're able to get that into the hands of the community. And then knowing how many people are needing help right now. I mean, again, I love I love Trevor and his initiative, and I'm so glad that's being taken care of on one side, but we already had a virus called poverty as well before yeah. all of this. And so we definitely need to all be working together. The healthcare frontline staff, for sure, they need taken care of. And I mean, so proud of what they're doing in our community, but we also have a lot of people who need help and need more help than ever. And so Mosaic Ministries is a nonprofit in our community, and they have been the boots on the ground way before COVID-19, trying to help those folks who need help, but they have tripled, um, I'll say that again, they have tripled in the amount of requests for folks who are needing food just because they're not getting that, you know, unemployment check um, or they're just being denied um, due to the basis of how 
their job is structured. And so we just really felt downtown at Pelham Fodder that there's an opportunity here and there's an opportunity to come together and really celebrate 419 Day, which was this past Sunday in a new way. And so when we say we support local, we mean it. And so while we aren't serving the food necessarily, we still see an opportunity to connect with our customers and that's through the market and getting them something that they need right now. And we also see an opportunity to just really help food get into the hands and homes who folks who need it right now. And so people are able when they check out of the market to donate a delivery fee or donate a meal or donate meals so that we can get those funds to Mosaic Ministries so it can just help families in the 419. You you can take a breath now. You're very good at this. Oh, uh, man, I, I'm just so <laughs> passionate about it. I mean, I can you tell. Know, I heard one of the calls, Eric, um, or one of the texts, the calls that David from Mosaic got. And you know, I could literally start crying about it right now. And truly, it's what it's just what fueled me the past month is as a mother to hear another mother not be able to feed her kids and they hadn't eaten for two days. And dude, yeah. I tell you, like, it's just it's been beautiful all the way around. It's been great to see the community come together. It's been great to pivot. And just sometimes things make no sense. But here we are. And like, Without this happening, we wouldn't have been able to just help more people the way that they need it. And so it's just really opened my eyes in a big way. How, how did you initially connect with Mosaic Industries or Ministries, which looks like they're uh, they're, they're South Toledo based on, on Orchard yeah. Street, somewhere just out of like, yeah. I guess the old South End. Yeah. So it's, again, I just, I, I love how the big guy works and things fall together. And so we ironically met um, about a month ago. We just had lunch and... You know, I used to work at Cherry Street for close to a year and, you know, just really needed to get back to the restaurant and 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 be down there more. And so, you know, I just we just had the opportunity to meet and we had lunch last month. And then just when things started to shake out and, you know, we saw a greater need in the community. I just I knew that these guys were doing great work and they are getting the food and the funds and the help to the people who need it most. So it just made sense to pick up the phone, get in the sandbox. David and I had a few conversations and, you know, a lot of times things, things take too long, right? Like something has to get approved by a board and, you know, I understand why compliance and those things need to happen, but David was just ready to do this. And he recognized the need based again on the, the call and text that this woman gave him that he shared with me and people need help right now. And so that's what was really just magical about this is that we were able to help people who need it right now. It looks like uh, from the Blade article, if, if I read this right, um, 419 synced up nicely, or $41,900 synced up nicely with 419 Day. Uh, two questions. One, did you guys hit that goal um, on 419 Day? And two, it looks like you said that feeds about a month of people. So this this needs to keep going, right? Yeah, while we might have met the short-term goal, the the need is going to continue. Yeah. And so it's been amazing. We currently um, have just, as of this morning, people continuing to give. We are at $50,700 for the goal. And again, it's just been great to see the community recognize that, yes, this was a goal. 419 came together for 419 Day. But, you know, that we have that need it's just going to continue, especially as, you know, we are told we're in a recession and that things are going to continue to move forward and just kind of domino from what's currently happening. 
more and more and more people are going to need help. So, you know, there's a couple of ways that people can help. First of all, thank you to every single donor who came forward and who's jumped into this initiative and helped meet the goal. Again, it's just, I'm Toledo proud. This has just shown what the 419 can do, but we need to keep doing it. And so people can go to beatpovertytoledo.com. And if they're interested in throwing in, whether it's $4.19 or, you know, it's a different amount, they can continue to help us um, come together to get pre-made meals and non-perishables and toiletries um, to individuals who can't leave, who are immune, immune compromised, or they just don't have transportation right now. Yeah. Or, you know, it's just families. It's single moms who their kids are home from school. They, they can't take them to the grocery store or they just don't have the funds right now. And so everybody's dollars are coming together. Those two fish, those five loaves, like legit, man, it's feeding the masses. And it's just been a beautiful thing to watch, see, and be a part of. And I'm just grateful for Mosaic having already been doing this work, just give us the springboard and platform to meet people where they are and just get them fed. Outside of 419 day where everybody feels a bit of local civic pride that and it, and it beams and we all see pictures and everything who because i can hear it in your voice i can hear your passion um and I, i'm sure we've crossed paths of, as i lived downtown for a long yeah. long time in fact i was probably one of the very first customers to the downtown location it's so, your dollar hanging on the wall is that is it's that not true? my dollar because i used a debit <laughs> card but i i was i was enjoying my chicken and waffles before people even thought about it so thanks who, man who would you call upon to help out? Because I've said on, on the show, you know, this is one of these times where the people who make a lot of money, and I've, I've noticed a lot of big industry people, like the Amazons of the world or, or, and the yep. Facebooks, like they've given because people need it now. Who do you call upon locally? Because again, we're all willing to write a check on, on 419 Day or something like that. Who do you call upon maybe other businesses in the area to, to help out to keep Mosaic and others like it getting people fed? You know, it's, it's, it's such a, it's, it feels like such a complex answer, but yet it's really so simple, right? Like it's everyone. And I know even for myself as a business owner, you know, it's the invitation is there to want to, to want to retreat and and hold on to everything right now, because it feels like we're losing so much, but it's really just been stepping over that line. And, you know, if it feels like you only have $2 to give, can you give three? If you have a thousand dollars to give, can you give 1500? And so I think we all have an opportunity. It's just figuring out what that looks like. And so if you can't donate money, can you volunteer? Um, You know, is it, is it sharing a Facebook post when you see it that if, you know, you can't donate, can we get it in front of somebody who can? And so I think it's just really getting outside of our comfort zone. And one of my favorite quotes is if it feels uncomfortable, good, that means you're growing. Yeah. Um, and so this is just one of those opportunities. Like we can't stop at the line of what feels comfortable. Our community really needs us right now. Our neighbors need us. And so we really have been called to, to love them in this time of need. And so if we all can just figure out individually what that looks like for us, then I see no need for anybody to go hungry in this community. Yeah. 419 uh, at the downtown Fallon Fodder location with Mosaic Ministries. Nothing's happening out of the central location, right? Uh, Central is still open for uh, pickup and delivery. And then my business partner, Scott, um, has Odd Fodder in Perrysburg as well, which is a new concept. But yep, they're still open for carryout and delivery. And then downtown, we're doing this online market. We have, you know, everything, toilet paper, cleaning supplies, you know, meats, produce, you name it. And then we also have the partnership with Mosaic to help not just feed those in our community, but feed those who also need it most. Is Odd Fodder ice cream? Yeah, they've got these ridiculous um, milkshakes. They're just over the top. And yeah. 
you know, you're going to be running around on a sugar buzz for five days, which, hey, maybe that's what we all need right now, right? But I, they're I, amazing. I just saw pictures from it last night, and then as I was prepping this morning, and I was like, oh, I, oh, I get it, Vodfather. And then it was... It was nice to see it because right now we're all kind of scaling back and, and, you know, watching what we spend and things like that. And when we're just trying to get the essentials and the necessities like you're doing, I'm like, wow, that is a decadent treat for these times. Everybody needs a little treat right now, right? Everybody's doing new things. I have one last question to wrap up with you, yeah, here, what's up? Alicia Wagner. So I, I've lived, I moved out of downtown a couple of years ago. When I first moved here, I've been there. I watched everything because um, I got there in the beginning of 2013 when things really started to skyrocket and boom. When did uh, when did you open your downtown location? Like 16? Oh man, you're the math, right? No, it was <laughs> it was November first of 2017 so we're coming up on our third year in operation as of november 1st so everybody again is focused on themselves the businesses that they care about and uh we're doing what we can i have an eye ahead just a little bit and maybe this doesn't affect you as much as everybody else obviously you've been impacted because not as many people are going to work downtown Mm -hmm. but i question um, and this is sure, this is purely a brainstorm because you're you're bright and you're passionate and and you're a part of downtown and so much more in our community. I don't think there's going to be a baseball season. And as all the people that we're familiar with, you know, Ed at the Blarney, uh, Julie at Dirty Bird, and beyond, they count on those. 70 times a year when there's people at the ballpark. Those 30 to 50 times when there's 10,000 people downtown. How how do we make sure those places can keep going when Again, I don't know if we're going to have a baseball season this season, mm-hmm. and it's not going to be a normal Saturday night in July where there's 10,000 people for a game, something at Prometica or Promenade, and just the streets are filled. How do mm-hmm. we help those people in, in the neighborhood? You know, I really think it, it gets up to that line of what we're comfortable with doing versus what's going to get us uncomfortable. I'll give you an example. I mean, you know, my heart and passion has always been for helping people, but I got to that line and got a bit complacent and, and comfortable. And without COVID, I mean, I always should have been serving meals for those who needed out of this restaurant, right? We do gift cards all the time. We do, you know, raffles for nonprofits who need stuff for their events and, and we help, but to the, to say I've been helping to the extent that I should have been and am now, you know, that's, that's what I feel like we all need to take a look at. Um, you know, how do we have, how do we have a virtual mud hen season? And is there another type of fun that's going to come together that's going to help the businesses in downtown? You know, who who can we adopt a restaurant? You know what I mean? Like are yeah. different restaurants that, you know, we adopt families. You know, can we adopt some restaurants? Can we adopt downtown? Can a business adopt a restaurant and help them get through, you know, rent if the PPP isn't going through? I think there's a ton of ideas. I think, you know, for those of us that are in downtown, it's getting in the sandbox again and just really trying to come up with unique out of the box ideas, things that we haven't had to do before, but Hey, our neighbors need help. And we just, you know, maybe this call today and this example of what we did with mosaic was just a small example as to what we can do in a bigger way to help not just people, but continue to help businesses so that we can employ folks and just continue to lift our downtown up during this Renaissance. I lied one last question because you brought it up and I had forgotten about it. What's your experience? I asked Trevor, what's your experience been um, with the small business, the, the cares act? Did you apply for it at all? Yeah, we applied. We we've applied for everything. I mean, you know, being downtown, we've had so much construction in front of our business. And again, I'd be lying if I said it hasn't impacted us. And so, you know, we've we've already been shoestringing this and trying 
to make it happen. And so we were waiting for summer, right. And for things to pick up. And so this, this certainly hasn't helped, but, um, you know, it's just, we've, we've applied for everything because we need to, we have to. And so, you know, haven't heard anything on EIDL, um, haven't heard anything on the emergency, you know, 10,000 that was supposed to be released in three days. Um, I did hear about PPP. I heard, we were approved, but yet there's, you know, a ton of documents and paperwork that need to happen after that. I've heard it's coming. I've heard we're approved, but, you know, we haven't seen it yet either. And so that doesn't help us, you know, continue to do what we need to do to stay viable. But, you know, we're pivoting. We're doing this market. We're doing the best we can. We're doing what we can. And so I feel good about that. And if we all can just do what we can, I'm confident that we're going to get through this. Yeah. And it sounds like you're, you've got everything, your P's and your Q's taken care of so that whenever that 10,000, you're going to, everyone's going to get that 10,000, hopefully that applied for it. It's just a matter of um, you and others who can hopefully hold out for it, for that money to finally arrive. And holdouts a really great way to put it. And I think that's where, again, if we can just join hands right now, right, stand with one another that, you know, What's that? Have you seen that quote where, you know, people just, they give up right before the breakthrough and yeah. like, that's this, that's where we're at guys. Like if we can just stay, you know, shoulder to shoulder and like, hold on some people just really need the support to be held on to right now. And I'm, I'm just grateful for you and other media outlets and people who are giving us the opportunities to talk about this, talk through it and figure out ways that we can stay shoulder to shoulder because no doubt that's how this is going to happen. I appreciate the time, Alicia. Uh, it was good to chat with you. Thanks you for too, doing, man. thanks for doing everything with four, one dine. Um, this will be on the podcast on the air and, and on a variety of our stations for our, our weekend segment. So I really appreciate the time. Good luck with everything. And please let me know if I can help with anything else. Absolutely. You guys are ridiculously amazing. Thank you. And thank you to anybody that can go to beat um, poverty and help us out with the initiative.